I know you love recruiting, so I went and got a recruiting expert for today. You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's normally him. But today, I prettied the show up and got Brian Smith, who is the <laughs> local recruiting expert for Locked On. Uh, because, you know, Jimmy, first of all, is having a beach day, whatever the heck that is. I assume you just go uh, to the beach. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it's the life. He leads, he leads the life. Uh, and... Um, and secondly, I thought, let's get a fresh set of eyes on some of these guys that Alabama has recently gotten and some guys that are going to be committing soon to Alabama or to an Alabama competitor. So, uh, Brian, first of all, introduce yourself, if you don't mind. Sure, buddy. Um, been around the recruiting business over 25 years, uh, live in Florida, uh, constantly running into kids that are offered and recruited by Bama at FB Scout underscore Florida. You'll find my Twitter stuff. There's a lot of Alabama mentions in one way, shape or form. There, um, getting ready. Actually, I was. I'm planning on going to see a certain 2025 wide receiver at Saraland. Not all that long from now, he, I think Ryan Williams might be the best player in the 25 class. And uh, it's it's a great state, man. You guys got a lot more talent than people know, so I, I enjoy covering that state too. Yeah, I, I get to work with the AHSA Radio Network, and I'm going to tell you, the state of Alabama to me is probably the most underrated state when it comes to talent. Um, we just love uh, seeing these kids. There's so many great players. I mean, Chris Abrams Drain just went to the SEC Media Days representing Missouri. But uh, I mean, there have been a lot of guys that didn't play at Alabama, Auburn, Terrell Owens, you know, who are uh, NFL greats eventually. So yeah, the state That's of Alabama right. really makes it out. So let's go ahead and talk about some of the guys Alabama's gotten recently. Uh, let's start with the latest. That's Jamie French. Um, the wide receiver you were talking about, Ryan Williams. A lot of people think Jamie French may be the second best wide receiver in this class, or at least in the top five. And um, what do you think about a combo with Jamie French and with uh, with Ryan Williams? I'll put it to you like this. I've never seen you throw a football. But at the same time – wait a minute. Not sure what just happened. You still with me? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I thought you were – my bad. My bad. I thought you were uh, already gone. Um, no, what I was going to say is I, I think you could throw to those two. And they're elite wide receivers. Not good, elite. Ryan's the fastest kid you're just about going to see anywhere. As it relates to French, he's fast, but he is the best route runner in the class, and I don't think it's all that close. 2025 has a plethora of top-notch wide receivers, but the kids in the future 50 at Under Armour, the competition was fierce, but French completely dominated. Uh, Ryan's been banged up a little bit. He competed, but he didn't compete the same way that, that French did, not as many events, so I, I can't really grade him as much, but I've seen enough of his film. Uh, French and him will both play right away, though. Not good, elite, both of them. And they, quite honestly, if I had to pick... That would be one and two for me in the class of 25 right now. Yeah, I really like both of these guys. Uh, pretty incredible to get both of them so early. I mean, Ryan Williams has been committed for quite some time, but I, I, I love the commitment of Jamie French. He reminds a lot of people of Calvin Ridley, 
Um, and so I, I like the idea of having those two dynamic playmakers. Oh, I, I keep sure. asking Jimmy this. I keep asking Jimmy this, Jimmy Stein, and he, he keeps saying he doesn't think it'll have an effect. You think it'll have an effect on anybody uh, like Perry Thompson, who's committed to this class uh, for the 2024 class, but, you know, Auburn's pushing really hard. Uh, do, do you think the fact that they're bringing in two other wide receivers like that will have any effect at all? Kids that sign in class A could care less what's coming behind them. I've never seen a kid tell me otherwise. So I, I would be shocked, especially kids that are that good. And I know both of them, they don't care. You know, I mean, like talking about Williams and, and I'm looking at the other way. Like I would be more concerned about the 25 kids worrying about Perry than Perry mm. worrying about the, you got to, if you've got a year in the playbook and you're worried about somebody coming in the class behind you, you're not for Alabama. I don't know Perry. I want me to be clear, but like it, it shouldn't be that big a deal. Any receiver, if you're a year ahead, if you're worth your salt, you're going to play. Yeah. Now I'm not saying Ryan Williams is going to sit around like he's unbelievable. Don't get it twisted. But Perry Thompson's a different kind of guy anyway. He's a bigger, stronger kid. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not thinking that's going to matter to him. Yeah, and then there's William Sanders who committed really just a day before Jamie French, a big player. Yeah. They say he's got sledgehammers for hands. I mean, people have actually he said does. that quote. Um, from the Brookwood School, and he's a Bammer. I mean, he seems to be very full of Bama, which we all love. And um, he's also incredibly, I mean, dare I say eloquent. Uh, you know, it's gotten to be sometimes when you say somebody is well-spoken, people can take that as a as an insult almost. But, I mean, I, I listened to William Sanders, and my first thing, my first thought was, this guy could be like a, a captain. He's the kind of guy you want to take to SEC sure. media days eventually, you know, because, and again, it's no knock on high school guys, but a lot of times you you talk to these high school guys and it's a lot of, you know, ums or hesitations or nervousness in front of the camera sure. or, in front of the mic or whatever. That ain't William Sanders, man. He's a, he just got up there and owned the whole room. I, I thought it was very professional. I thought he looked great. And on top of that, he's a heck of a football player. His film is is pretty funny because like most high school kids that play O-line, he's bigger, he's stronger and all that. And they pull a lot at Brookwood School. And he just – he comes around the corner and just obliterates a lot of guys. His technique's not all that great like a lot of high school linemen, but I could care less. You can't teach like you were talking about sledgehammers. Good Lord. There were kids that were literally decleated multiple times on his film. And I was laughing before we got to the third play. I'm like, this is just comical. Uh, he just needs to work on when he extends his hands, how well he does it, et cetera. Just this finite stuff that will get taken care of at the college level. But the frame, the power, and the ability to move in space, that's a dude, man. Like high school football, as you as you mentioned a minute ago, and in Alabama, it's freaking good. And he's just another example of that because don't sleep on the kid that's right down the street. You know, in Birmingham area in particular, Birmingham is loaded every year. Mbakwe, et cetera. Mbakwe is as good a player as there is in the country this year. He's basically from Birmingham. So, yeah, it's it's amazing. I, I think he's a kid that could be a guard or a center. And if he's the kind of kid you say he is off the field, I don't know him. Of course, Saban's going to love that. So that, that's good for the Alabama football program. You got to love a guy who's such a, a great, powerful offensive lineman that he turns cleats into church shoes by the time the game's over, he's decleated them so often, right? I mean, that's that's pretty awesome. That's uh, what he does, too. <laughs> uh, you were talking about, I don't really 
we don't need to get into Mbakwe or anything like that, but man, how excited are you for the Thompson Clay Chalkable game that's going to be uh, in September this year that's going to be on ESPN too? Well, I mean, if, if you like high school football like I do, and it's my passion, that's a game that you tape, even if you go to it. You can use it for reference yeah. on all kinds of things. And those are going to be the kinds of games. There's only 20, 30 programs in the South that can kind of play with those two for those. You know, I'm, I'm guessing most people watch this or listen to this know that. But those programs just stomp people more often than not. So that's a great game. It's a, it's a way to test the elite players, too. You want to stand out? You want to go up in the rankings? Make big plays in a game like the Chalkville and Thompson. I mean, you're not going to get better. So Mbakwe is going to be my guy. I know him. I'm going to take him every time. And they recently have moved him to quarterback. I'm kind of curious yeah. to see what, what he's going to do. I think it's a little bit of the Williams effect. That's what Sarah Land, you know, they, they put him at quarterback once in a while, even though they got a kid going to Texas. If you put your best athlete at quarterback at the high school level, you can almost choreograph for the defense, what's coming, if you're as fast as those kids, it doesn't really matter. Mbakwe can fall eye. So that's going to be a great game. Yeah, I, I saw Ryan Williams up close and personal for the state championship last year against Mountain Brook. And uh, several times near the goal line, they just put him at Wildcat. And, I mean, you, you might as well have just put on – it was at Jordan-Hare Stadium. You might as well put on the Jumbotron. He's he's running the ball. He's running it. It didn't matter. He's, he's too good. He's just too good. Um, need to tell everybody about LinkedIn. Of course, LinkedIn sponsors this segment. With Brian Smith, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. All you got to do is add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and who you'd like to hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to, and it helps you find them faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege to post your job for free. Terms and conditions may, and I bet they do, apply. <laughs> On the next Locked On Bama, Jimmy Stein will be back, we think, unless he's just beaching it all Hanging week. Out the beach. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, he's, Jimmy doesn't get any tanner. I mean, he's just, he's, he's just, I don't know what he's doing there. He's probably, he's probably the guy he's got, you know, sandals with socks on and all that kind of stuff. Ooh, okay. That's rough. That's rough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's DeMarcus Riddick out of Chilton County will be committing tomorrow at four o'clock uh, central time, God's time. And, uh, one of the biggest prospects coming out of Chilton County in quite some time, if you ask me, and uh, it's down. It really seems like the Alabama and Auburn, even though he's ironically committed to Georgia. I'm really feeling Auburn right now for him. Um, it, it, is that what you're feeling? And secondly, where do you think Alabama turns uh, if, if they miss on Riddick? Well, Shaw would be my guess. Uh, the kid from, I forget which high school he's at. He's another kid in the greater uh, Birmingham area. Bradley but, Shaw from Hoover, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a hell of a player. But, yeah, I mean, the last I heard was Auburn, but that's been two weeks ago, and I haven't heard much since, just bits and pieces. My question isn't necessarily just Bradway Shaw. It's whether or not they try to make a run at Shaw while still – I mean, it doesn't matter what you say now. If he commits to Auburn, they're still going to recruit him. It, it wouldn't be the first time the kids went back and forth 
between the Georgia, Auburn, Alabama group. I mean, that's those three compete against each other all the time. So my guess is you're going to see Nick still continue on that path. The only way that would not be the case is if the kid just stops taking phone calls. And most recruits take phone calls from Alabama. So I'm going to guess that Alabama is still in it, even if he commits to Auburn. Just my opinion. So what do you think about DeMarcus Riddick, the player? I mean, would you consider him a five-star in your book? Oof. Uh, not many linebackers are considered that anymore because they just don't impact the game that much. It's just in the passing area. You just can get around them. There may be one kid a year that's a pure linebacker that's a five-star in my opinion. But physically, like 10 years ago, 100%. He can run. He can thump. He can play in space. There's a reason that Georgia went after him early. Alabama went after him early. You know, sometimes it's forest for the trees here. Let's not make this too complex. That kid can play multiple linebacker spots, and he could probably play some rush backer if you wanted him to. Just, I would play him in space because there aren't many guys with his length and, and athleticism that can cover. But uh, you know, that's I'll let Nick Saban or whoever ends up getting him figure that out. But uh, he's a hell of an athlete. And I don't mean to put you on the spot here. This isn't somebody I told you I was going to be talking about. This just sort of jumps out to me because I'm from Alexander City, right? And I don't think this guy will be involved in Alabama. And so some people may not be quite as interested that listen to the podcast. But it's interesting to me, regardless, a kid named Malcolm Simmons from Benjamin Russell High School in Alexander City. Uh, he's going to be going to Auburn's Big Cat weekend. A lot of people think he's on commit watch. I know Alabama's not uh, pursued him very heavily. But I think he's a good player. I really do. I think he's a really, really good athlete. Now, am I upset Alabama's not pursuing? Not necessarily. I mean, Alabama's got plenty of wide receiver dudes, so I'm not worried about it. But I just wondered <laughs> if you knew anything about him and, and what can you what can you say about it? I have not seen him play. I just know that's a kid that Auburn is after. Um, yeah. But if, if that coaching staff at Auburn, I mean, you can say what you want about you freeze. He knows offense. If he likes a receiver – I like a receiver. If he likes a skill guy, I like a skill guy. You know what I mean? It's, and that's, that's one of those things. It's an in-state kid. Uh, Bear Bryant once talked about if I'm going to take a kid and I'm looking at a kid from out of state, say Georgia or Florida, I'll take the in-state kid every time. Cause he's going to play harder for Bama. I wish more schools would do that. Even, even Bama doesn't do that as much anymore. And this is one of those cases. I, I kind of wonder what the deal was. Why not? Uh, not that they can't, again, I'm not saying Alabama's, Recruitment at any spot is bad, but I think in-state recruiting is uh, being underwhelmed by a lot of schools, Bama included. Let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Alabama's big weekend upcoming. And we're back. Uh, you don't know my routine, but that's what I do every time. I know uh, on YouTube, they just put the commercials in there randomly. It's probably like a one in a million shot that they actually put the commercial where I say take a break. But I can at least put the break there on the audio side. So that's what I do. There you go. Zach, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm trying to get half right. I always go for, you know, if I can just get to half full, I feel like I'm doing my part. Um, so <laughs> Alabama's got a big barbecue coming up this weekend. A lot of committed guys are going to be there, and some uncommitted guys will be there. It's not necessarily, you know, the biggest event of the year or anything, but it is a big event. Um, what can you tell us about the guys going, and, and how do you feel like this will turn out for the time? The one I'm most personally interested in is King Joseph Edwards. He's from the greater Atlanta area. He's a kid I've known since he was a freshman. Uh, he was recently at Alabama, worked out. He's a defensive end. Can play. He's a strong, more weak side. Really powerful kid. 
and he's got a top eight that Alabama's in, and I think they're they could be the leader. And he's a kid they've pursued for a long time. Alabama playing a three-man line. Their recruitment of D lineman is a little different. Them in Georgia probably the most because they run it as well. If they get these kind of kids consistently, they can compete with Georgia and anybody else. So that one's the one I'm most interested in out of the non-committed kids. Also, they've got several 25 players uh, beyond this group of incredible commitments they, they're bringing back in, which is smart. Um, in particular, they have David Sanders coming. That, that name probably doesn't mean anything to a lot of Alabama fans yet, some, but he might be the number one overall player in the class of 25. He's out of Charlotte Christian, a great kid. I've interviewed him. He's a super guy, and he's a pure left tackle. He's the kind of guy that could eventually be the number one pick in the NFL draft. Um, for him to come to Alabama's barbecue, because everybody's got one of these now, is a big deal. And they've got some other kids. Arguably their top guy for quarterback in 25 is out of the Nashville, Tennessee area. Uh, great kid. George McIntyre know him a little bit too. Pure pocket quarterback. They can move a little bit, but uh, that's probably their guy in 25. I would pay attention to them more than anything else because the 25 class on August 1st can start legally getting phone calls. So this is the transition, you will. Because Alabama, I mean, by and large, they've gotten the, the bulk of their kids for, for 24 class, except for the handful that will probably commit towards the very end. I think the barbecue is just solidifying, and it's going to jumpstart the next class. And the 25 group, they'll, they'll end up having a bunch of kids there. Yeah, I really like George McIntyre myself. I know that um, I think it's Underwood, the other kid out of Georgia for 2025 that a lot of people like. He's uh, uh, Bryce is from uh, the state of uh, Michigan. He's he's Detroit. I said I said Georgia, and I just screwed that up because I think he's looking at Georgia too or something. But yeah, uh, yeah you're right about that. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, and I know that you know those two are sort of fighting it out for uh, maybe top quarterback of that year. Even though a lot of people believe Bryce will win that. Uh, but McIntyre, of course, I know Alabama loves him. I know that uh, he may even be on commit watch, I'm told. I, I don't know if that's going to happen. But, you know, these quarterbacks love to give these early pledges so they can be Pied Pipers, right? Well, that's a big part of it. Um, and there's usually only one guy. It expedites the process. A bunch of 25 quarterbacks have already come off the board. I mean, a bunch. Yeah. So I'm not saying that McIntyre has to be careful, but it's getting close to that point because – they offered Deuce Knight and several other kids too. So, I mean, how many would they take? And, you know, a lot of times kids don't want to be a, a, in a class where there's two quarterbacks. So it, it puts Tommy Reese and, and Nick Saban in a spot too. If McIntyre wants to come, he, he probably ought to get on with it. That'd be, that'd be my advice. Yeah. And there's still KJ Lacey out there, Sarah Lane, who's committed to Texas, sure. but, you know, Alabama hadn't stopped recruiting him. So, Man, Brian, this was awesome. Appreciate you so much. Appreciate you jumping on sort of last second. Uh, fantastic job. No and we will we will catch you again sometime. Until then, roll tide, buddy. All right, buddy. Take care.